Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, spiritual feminist and mentor for inspired feminine leadership. This is the beginning of year two of the podcast. So as we move into the new year, we're going to be shifting our format just a bit. So once a month, we'll be having interviews with our inspired guests. And then the second episode of the month, I'll be meeting with you one-on-one and exploring important topics and elements that relate to how you partner with your sacred nature and become the sovereign leader in your life. So welcome, my dear one. Welcome to the adventure. So today, what's been on my mind, and it's been on my mind for a while, is this concept of radiant presence. And I have been observing it a lot, I would say, in the last six to nine months. And it's certainly one of the most powerful qualities that I have come to notice in the feminine leaders I most admire. But I've also noticed it quite a bit just in my engagement with the natural world. Because we're in a call and response with the world around us. And as we express our presence and our essence, people, individuals, beings are answering that back. So when I talk about radiant presence, it is beyond the sense of presence, meaning having your presence here and available, uh, your energy, your attention, your consciousness. It's really about the idea of from each cell, each cell of your being and each aspect of your consciousness transmitting and radiating its true sacred nature. And it carries a potency. It's like your personal medicine carries a purity and a potency that is beyond our day-to-day personality. It's even beyond the idea of letting your light shine. It really is allowing the great mystery, the source, to illuminate and to, it's like, hmm. Sometimes it's a difficult topic to talk about, but it's, It's almost like each little cell and the space between your cells waking up and shaking off the dust and 
revealing itself in its illuminated state. So that's the more abstract way that I experience it. But let me tell you a couple of stories and see if if maybe this makes sense. And then we'll talk a little bit more about why it's so important and and how we work with it. Um, So really my experience with this started last summer where I would be out taking walks in the natural world and certainly in an open and expanded state and appreciating the world around me, um, appreciating the beauty that I was seeing and perceptually something shifted where it went just from even a sense of expansion, love, appreciation to where I felt like my awareness was tweaked and I could begin to see another dimension of the trees, the flowers, the birds, the water, It was like it came alive in a new way that just took my breath away. And then not that long ago in February, I was at a Women Speak training in Sedona with Casey Baker and 21 other women. And we were there on our first night in this beautiful yoga studio, sitting on the oak floors and Casey put some music on for us to move and to dance. And I had already, when I arrived, felt an openness and expansion. And like somehow I was slipping out of my everyday consciousness. But as we began to move and dance, again, I experienced this perceptual shift and as I looked around in one, at one moment, it was as if one woman was leaping and the others were, were moving and they were free and unencumbered and out of their mind, out of their minds and just joyfully inhabiting their bodies. And again, this shift happened and it was as if I was in the most holy of holy places, witnessing these gorgeous divine deities dancing before me. And it took my breath away, took my breath away. (laughs) And it, um, it nearly brought me to my knees with this sense of devotion to that to that energy and to that beingness that was animating them before my very eyes. And I believe at that moment I had opened to that state for myself as well, that state of radiant presence. So I want to talk to you about that because I'm re- I'm really have been on fire with this idea because I instinctively know that it holds a really important key for our feminine sovereignty. And I know 
the importance of the value of opening to our true identity as a one-of-a-kind feminine expression of the great mystery. There, there's nothing more important than that. And all of our life is a journey back to that. And as I said, I've observed in some of the feminine leaders that I most admire this, this presence, this sense of radiant presence, both in the words, the energy, and uh, the wisdom, the love, the power that they express. And I'm assuming that you've had this experience as well. So I know that they, these women, have their own issues. And even as I have, I would say, um, experienced the state of radiant presence at moments, um, I certainly still have my issues and I'm, I'm still cultivating this state um, in a more consistent so while I'm still living into the journey, I want to tell you about what I know. And this may not be our last discussion about it because it's such an important topic. But I know that it is, as I said before, a combination of bringing your full embodied presence, your energy, your authentic self, bringing it into the moment as it's imbued with your pure, luminous nature, with the nature of your soul, and with the dimension of you that goes deep into the cosmos that exists within you, because you are a reflection of the cosmos that you see around you. You inhabit that. You hold that within you. And this idea of radiant presence is about living into that because there's so many things we have in our life that obscure it. Most of our life obscures it, if we're being perfectly honest. Um, we know that our history and our old beliefs and our idea of limit and lack, it's, it's really all a great ruse. And, and it's a ruse that is keeping us from the knowledge that we are magnificent. And it's, it's really like the um, Marianne Williamson quote that, talks about our greatest fear not being of our darkness, not being of our uh, brokenness, but really the fear of our, of our light. And so getting to a point where we can embody radiant presence in our lives is a journey. And it begins with getting comfortable in our own skin. And depending on where you start out, 
that can be a journey in itself. And as we begin to release those old ideas that make it difficult for us to get comfortable in our own skin, those lies that our inner critic or inner mean girl tell us, those um, old stories, whether they be our personal stories or legacy from our history, our family history or our cultural history, so many ways that we as human beings are shrouded, that we are shrouded in, really it's fear, you know, it's about fear. We're held in fear and as we just breathe into, even in this moment, like what's the deepest truth? What is the deepest truth? For as long as I've been on my personal journey, that has been an often return to prayer of what is the deepest truth that I can see in this moment. And so we get comfortable in our own skin. And as we do that, we can start to open ourselves to other people and to life. We can allow that call and response and engage in that in a more active way of giving and receiving. And that's when we get to allowing ourselves to be seen, to risk being visible and making contact. And that too can be quite a journey. Uh, Because if you're anything like me, you learned really well how to be invisible or how to be like a chameleon so that um, you would please whoever you were with and you would be who they wanted you to be. So this journey back to reclaiming yourself, your authentic self, with all her idiosyncrasies and all her magnificence is a big part of the journey as well. And then that idea of connecting and making contact with others and feeling uh, an ease with that and a sense of safety. And that too can be a journey depending on your early relationships and how well you were received or if you were received or if you were seen. So all things to consider. And then another aspect of this that I have come to see is this idea of recognizing your value recognizing that who you are and what you have to offer is a gift. It's a gift the world needs. It's a gift your world needs. And as you begin to anchor in that or ground in that, it becomes easier to spontaneously give from that place. And what I've come to notice is this generosity of spirit 
that expresses. It's just like the flower in full bloom that is perfuming the air around it. And there are times when we are so filled with ourselves in the best possible way when that's precisely what we're doing. We're just exuding our essence into life. So, and then the next dimension of that, as I said, is really that remembering and recognizing and allowing your deepest essence, your deepest nature, your connection with all that is to be expressed through your being, to emit and transmit your version of the light, your unique version of the light. And the reason that I bring this up and why I think it's so important is because recognizing our sacred nature and recognizing our divinity makes everything else easier. And anywhere along this journey that I just described, we can open to that state. And certainly if you you may have read or heard of people's experiences where they go from a place of great suffering and have an awakening to their true nature. And while you may not have full-blown awakening consistently all the time, I, I certainly know for myself that I have those moments and those glimmers of being in that state and expressing that state and then returning to my more limited human perspective, consciousness, um, that to the extent that we keep affirming and reminding and engaging in practices that ground us in our true essential nature, it creates so much more ease in our own journey when the pain or the hardships of life come along. And as we move through any of those stages that I outlined, it, it just makes it so much easier. And I want that for you. I want that for all of us, all of us. So today I'm sitting here and I'm staring out into my forest from the second floor. So I'm like mid, mid tree level and I can see just this beautiful sculpture garden of trees with all these emerald green leaves and they're being gently swayed and caressed by the breath of the air. And I see that like each of us 
each leaf like one of us. And some of us are in the light. The sun is shining brightly and illuminating and we feel warm and others are obscured and in the darkness of the shade. But we're all on these great trees of life and we're all being affected by the world around us and by our source. So I invite you to take a deep breath. Take a deep breath into your essence. And even if it feels like a foreign concept, just to open yourself and be curious to this idea. This idea that you are as vast and magnificent as the cosmos. That within your own being that exists. And then the next time you gaze in the mirror, I want you to remember that you're looking at one who deserves reverence. And I want you to look deep into your eyes and see the divine gazing back. So that's all for today, my love. Thanks for taking the time to be with me and start this new adventure of year two of Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I look forward to more adventures with you in the coming months and interviews. Until next time, please always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.